Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruchem Abba'am. We uh, continue in our Seder Mishabura Daf HaShavua. Welcome back. I hope everyone had a nice Yom Tif. And uh, we begin today in Simen Beis. Din Levishas Begadim. The uh, halachas of getting dressed in the morning. So, uh, the, the obvious follow-up is Simen Aleph is all about uh, getting up in the morning. How to get up, to get up like a lion. When to get up, to get up at the hours that, uh, the hours that, uh, the Mishmaris are Mishtana, which is governed by the proper time to daven for the Chorban Beis HaMikdash. And, uh, once we were on the subject of davening for the, uh, Chorban Beis HaMikdash, I believe the Mechaber brought in the Dine Karbanos, even though that's not the Zman Haroi La Amram. So now we're going to talk about once you get up, you got to get dressed. Din levishas begadim. La yilbash chalukoi miyushav. You should not put on your cloak sitting down. They used to sleep without any clothing on. They used to sleep aram. So if a person sort of sits up and gets out of bed, then the issue is that his upper half is uh, uncovered. So rather what you do is, take the cloak while you're still lying. V'yachnes by roishai. You insert your head as Royosov and your arms while you're still lying down. So basically the person is under the covers and he while he's under the covers, he then as he's moving his head and his arms out of the covers, he's putting the cloak over his head and his arms. And as he's getting out of the bed, so now the cloak and the robe is draping over the rest of his body. Comes out, then when he gets up, he is covered. So the Mechaber doesn't tell us exactly why to uh, get dressed this way. And L'Chayra, um, the reason for that is Sif Beis. Sif Beis, where there's no comment of the Mishnah and the Sif Beis is a very interesting halacha to me, because Sif Beis is telling you not what to do. It's not telling you what not to do, it's telling you what not to think. It's a very rare halacha. How often do you have a halacha where the halacha tells you, don't think this. Sif Beis, Al Yoimar, don't think, I'm in the, my inner chambers, who's going to see me? God fills the whole world. That's, you know, from Simen Aleph, where we just said that Yisgaber uh, Kari, with the understanding of Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samid. So this this continues on into the mode of getting dressed. Don't put on your clothing sitting. In other words, don't get dressed sitting. Because then you're going to be uncovering your body. A person needs to conduct himself with modesty and shame before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, uh, really it's worthwhile to know that the Bir Halacha in Simon Gimel brings about the importance of Tznios, where he quotes the Smak, that Tznios is a mitzvah da'iraisa. Okay, so that's just worthwhile to know uh, in this context. And a person's uh, obligated, a person needs to conduct himself in uh, modesty and shame before Hashem, even if it's dark, and he's in his uh, inner chamber. Nevertheless, Hashem's Kavod fills the whole world, and darkness is like light. 
And therefore, being rec- uh, recognized that Hashem <coughs> is, that one is always in the presence of Hashem, one cannot uncover their body. And for this reason, the same way you can't uncover your chest, you should not uncover your arms, you have to be careful that if you don't have a good reason, if you don't have to, not to uncover really any part of the body. What part? Anything which is always covered with clothing, you should not uncover unnecessarily. You're allowed to uncover your arm until your elbow, and your neck until the chest. So then you'll say, oh, well, wait a second. If I always have to cover parts of the body that are that are typically covered, does that mean I can't walk around barefoot? Does that mean I have to put on my socks under the blanket? Well, yes, that's the opinion of the Mishnah Bura. The Mishnah Bura says, okay, therefore, on Palois, the socks... Yira lelavsham, you should put them on. Oila pashtam, or take them off. Gam kein tachas hasadin under the sheet. Shaloi legalos raglov, so as one, so that one does not uncover their feet. Shadark and lias mechusas laolam, which are usually covered. B'medinos elu. Look, if you live in, uh, you live in the desert, you live in the Sahara Desert. People walk around barefoot. That's one thing. Maybe you don't have to wear socks, but you live in, uh, you live in the United States of America or in. Um, countries uh, above the equator so uh it's people usually cover their feet you should put on your socks take them off under the blanket so obviously you know to us it sounds a little bit strange because this is not commonly practiced you know i don't think most people do this um or any similar thing unless it's impossible in any other way so now this is the big question the question is uh you know, do people really change their clothing uh, under a a robe? Or most people, they you know, they they take off their shirt, they put on their shirt. Many people to all their clothing, they do that. So is that permitted? It seems according to Mishabura that that's not the proper way to go. So there's a famous tshuva or Ramosha that all of these hanhagos are only midas chasidas. It's their extra saintly practices, and they are not required. That's the opinion of Moshe. It's midas chasidos. Seems that uh, most people follow that. Certainly in America, um, I'm not familiar with people that put on their socks under their sheet. That is the sheet of Reb Moshe. Reb Chaim Knievsky has a different take on it. Reb Chaim, uh, although Reb Chaim says it's not midas chasidos, no, but he also learns it's not outright halacha. And uh, Reb Chaim learns it's just midas tsnius. And we find that when David HaMelech saw the unusual, the Hanhaga of Shaul, when he was uh, going, tending to his needs, he was very careful not to uncover what was not needed. So he said, wow, how can Midas HaDin have any effect on such a tzaddik? Now if this was a din, that every Jew was chayiv, not to uncover a part of the rather is normally covered, then what's the special Hanhaga of Shaul HaMelech? That implies to Zerb Chaim that most people did not conduct themselves this way. However, Chazal are teaching us that that is the ideal mode of conduct. Um, the Machzis HaShekel brings in the beginning of this simon that even though B'zman HaZeh, we don't really have a din of a Talmud Chacham, but when it comes to Tznius, everyone should conduct themselves like a, a Talmud Chacham. And uh, in other words... I once heard uh, the following idea from our Rosh Hashiva 
that even though when it comes to other chumrois, there's a concept of yuhara, there's a concept of gaiva. Let's say there's certain extra stringent practices that not everyone is authorized to abide by. Who are you to be machmer? You just keep the ikar hadin. You're not on the madriga to be a machmer. Nevertheless, when it comes to midais, there is no concept of yuhara. A mida is something which is ideally should be observed by everyone, and therefore it's not considered excessive. In other words, like this: Is a person obligated to put their socks under on under the blanket? Uh, you can't say you're obligated to do that. Rav Moshe says midas chasidos. Rav Chaim says it's only midas nias. But one would not be considered to act to be acting in extreme if they did that. You know, if you want to follow the Mishnah Brewer to the letter of the law, also it would be appropriate to do such a thing. Um, what about getting dressed and undressed in the bathroom? In other words, can one be lenient there and say, well, in this place, um, we're going to see later that when one goes to the bathroom, one should only uncover what's absolutely necessary. Rav Moshe was also lenient about changing in the bathroom. Because Rav Moshe says the idea over here of not uncovering oneself is because to honor Hakadosh Baruch Hu. and Rav Moshe says there's certain makaymos that are not not makaym kavod. So again, it would be considered, let's say, much more appropriate if somebody was, let's say, taking off their pants and putting on pajamas or that kind of thing, taking off their shirt to do so in the bathroom. Should you in the bathroom there put on a robe to change? That would also that would be together midas. Chasidos uh, Okay, so the Mishaburah continues. We'll, we'll discuss this more in depth in uh, the review on uh, Sunday. Okay, the Mishaburah continues. Likewise, when one is bathing in the river, it has the same din, meaning, uh, basically, only uncover yourself when absolutely necessary. You should be careful to undress and dress as close as possible to the river. Don't take a mile hike after you're bathing, uh, but rather one should get dressed and undress immediately. So as not to go uncovered for no reason. But on the same token, while one is bathing, or while one is actually descending into the river, one does not even have to cover their erva. Because at that time, that's considered the uh, appropriate mode of behavior. Going down into the river, you can't go in your clothing, so you could be undressed right before you go down. Says one who covers their erva at that time, it's inappropriate. It's like you're embarrassed that you have a meal. When you're coming out of the river, where you're facing the people, Shepanov klapeyam, your front is up to the people. Yishcha, you should sort of bend over so that the erva is not blatantly facing the people. Ayasim yada kineged erva or you should place your hand opposite the erva to cover it. Uvovat yigaba, provided that you don't touch the erva. gimel, as we will explain at the end of simen gimel. We'll explain the end of simen gimel when one when one is or is not allowed to touch the erva. Isa we find in the Gemara, Chaluk Shel Tamil Chacham. What is a what is considered the cloak of a Tamil Chacham? Koshein Besarei Nires Mitachdav. Someone whose flesh cannot be seen from underneath. What does that mean? That means that a you can't see through it. 
you don't see the flesh through it. It's thick enough, you can't see the flesh through it. And B, it's not too loose where when you're walking or you're at a certain angle, people could see underneath. Well, nowadays, in this harm bazaar, we're not so careful about this, that A, it shouldn't be see-through, or B, that it shouldn't be so loose, because anyway, people wear undergarments, so even if it's too loose or if it's too thin, uh, you're not going to see under it. Anyway, people wear some type of undergarment, sock, long john, undershirt, and you're not going to see it. Okay, so then the Mishnah Baruch said that uh, you should put on the shirt sitting down. Uh, you should not put on the shirt sitting down, but rather you stick your head and arms into it, and this is when you get up, everything is covered. Says the Mishnah Baruch, Loimar, when you get up, and you emerge from under your blanket, that you were lying there, arum, naked, when you took off your cloak, now you will be completely covered. Now the robe will fall over your body by itself. So basically, this way you don't have to uh, uh, uncover your body at all. Look later on regarding un- getting undressed. Now we're learning about getting up in the morning. So we get, we're talking about getting dressed. We'll see later on how to get undressed in the evening. Next. Hamaniach Malbushav Merashoisav. One who puts his clothing under his head, Meshakach Limudai, he'll forget his learning. So this is a Dover Seguli. You should not sleep on your clothing. The Efshur says Mishra could be a maniach Dover Achar Mazim and Rosh Lubagad Venkpeda. If you're gonna sleep with a pillow, so now you're not sleeping directly on the clothing, there's no uh kepeda. Now even though, Marv Rabbi, so we don't know the reason for this, why sleeping on your clothing will make you forget your learning. I'll share with you something I heard from Avigdor Milzak on the next halacha. You should also be careful not to put on two articles of clothing at the same time. Because it is something that will, that could bring to forgetting. So Rav Miller would explain as follows. He says, even though it's a Dabra Skula, there's a rational explanation for this. If you're going to put on your shirt and your jacket at the same time, your arm might not go through both sleeves at the same time. You might end up only sticking your arm through your jacket and not through your shirt. Then a guy is going to see you from behind that you have this big bump on the the back of your arm and you look completely like uh, ridiculous and you look uh, silly. And people are going to say, this is a Talmud Chacham. He looks like he's a clown. Hashem is letting him learn his Torah? So Hashem's going to say, I can't give this guy any siyata deshmaya to remember his learning because his mom is a chil Hashem. He looks ridiculous. That's what Rav Miller used to say. So extrapolating based on that, I don't know if we can, but if you sleep on your clothing, basically your clothing is going to be all wrinkled and the next day you're going to come to the base matters, you're going to give a beautiful shear and people are going to say, this clown is giving a shear? He looks like he's a homeless guy. He's a complete mess. So you have to make sure your clothing look respectable in the morning. Now, you know, we, we, we're not going to uh, dictate the terms of this practice based on that rationale. But, you, you know, we believe that whenever the Chachamim say something, well, there are many, many, many Ta'amim for it. Um, so, so far, 
You don't want to put your clothing under your head when you sleep. You don't want to put on two articles of clothing at the same time. Hakoire ksav shalgabe hakever. One who reads a ksav on a grave. One who looks at the face of a dead body. Now, regarding reading a ksav that's on a kever, we'll, we'll discuss this further tomorrow. According to many poskim, that's only if the ksav is boilate. That's only if the ksav is protruding. Kvarim today, they're they're engraved, and sometimes they fill it with lead. I think they fill it with lead, a little bit with lead. But um, it's... It's kasha l'shikchai when the lettering is boilate. Now, another question is whether koire, does koire mean to say out loud? Poi nitman! You know, when somebody goes around to graves and he films it, let's say for Torah anytime, is it only if you say it out loud or is it if you even read it in your mind? Okay? So that's also a question. We'll discuss that tomorrow. We'll bring in from the Sefer Hazikara, and Reb Chaim Knievsky wrote an entire Sefer on the subject of those things that help you, uh, that, that uh, cause shikha, and those things that uh, help remembering. Look in the Primagadim from those things that help restore your uh, limud. Let's say you're sleeping in a canopy bed. So technically speaking, halachically, you're in within a confine. So halachically, there's a mechitza and you're covered. So let's say it's not ten tvachim tall. Do we say the havakimachusa ayin sham? So I would say the Chakira is like this. Do we say, well, halachically you're considered covered, or do we say this is not a matter of whether in Lamdus you're covered or not? The bottom line is you're not wearing anything, and it's a, it's a manner, uh, a matter of engendering a certain sneos, so even if halachically there's a mechitza, but nevertheless, practically speaking, you're uncovered. In the Malbum, Masik Le'isar, he concludes that it's not permitted, Ayin Sham. Okay, we'll hold it over here. Bezidon will pick it up in Sif Gimel. Tomorrow. Thanks everybody for joining us. Have a great day.